When I was young, me and my mama had beef. 17 years old, kicked out on the streets. Though back at the time, I never thought I'd see a face. Ain't a woman alive. That could take my mama's place. What it do, what it do, what it do, what it do. BTSE 365, right back at you. Saturday edition, baby. It's the weekend. It's the weekend. Let's get it. And today's episode, uh, before I get started, I want to say I'd like to dedicate this one to Betty Jean Holloway Taylor. She entered this world on this day back in 1956. So to the woman, to the queen, to the beautiful soul that brought me into this world, I want to say happy birthday. To know her was to love her, and her name is as good as gold. So not only do I want to dedicate this show to you, but everything else great in life or good in life that I do is dedicated to you. In the words of the late great Tupac, you never kept a secret and you always stayed real. And I appreciate how you raised me and all the extra love that you gave me. Hey, shout out to my first queen, man. Shout out to my first queen, Betty Jean. Now let's get down to business. Let's get down to business. I hope everyone's been having a great Saturday so far. And I appreciate you tuning in, whether you listening and you from Chicago. That's the top city listening to me right now, Chicago. Shout out to the shy. The Bay Area, San Francisco, they coming in at number two. I wonder why. I wonder why. And shout out to Cashville. They number three right now listening to me. Louisville, Kentucky, shout out. Virginia, you know, San Jose, M-Town, North Carolina, you know what I'm saying, the state of North Carolina, Texas, Florida. Jersey, you know, Arkansas, Maryland, BTSE International too now, don't get it twisted. I'm checking my numbers out right now, I'm checking them out. I see we got people in Ecuador, Switzerland, India, Russia, Brazil, you know, I see we got some listeners out there, appreciate it. I ain't gonna give you too much, I ain't gonna give you too much though, I ain't gonna give y'all too much, man. But nah, real spill, real spill. I appreciate anybody who listen, whenever they listen, however they listen. I don't care if you're catching me on SoundCloud right now, iTunes, the TuneIn app, Facebook, IG, however you found me, appreciate you listening. But this episode, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to hit y'all with a little free agency update. We're going to get right into it. Martellus Bennett done got his ring, so guess what he going to do? He gone. He going to get that check. It was reported yesterday that he going to be signing with the Packers. Like a $24 million deal over three years. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I mean, they knew how important it was in Green Bay to replace Jared Cook. If they weren't going to get the number right with him, then you had to go elsewhere. And Martellus Bennett, eh, fresh off a ring, clearly a top five tight end in the NFL. So, yeah, you go get Aaron Rodgers a better safety valve than what he had. And staying with New England, they traded their first round pick, which was the 32nd pick. To the Saints for Brandon Cooks. Now, that gives Tom Brady a deep threat. Now, I know he don't throw down the field as much as he used to. But still, though, that's a weapon. That's another weapon for this offense. That's going to have a healthy Gronkowski back next year. And say what you want about Julian Edelman. But he, for that offense, for that team, he's a good receiver. He's become a very, very good receiver. Now you add Brandon Cook to the mix. It's a damn. Like, come on, man. I thought I thought the goal was to try to stop him from winning another championship. Don't keep feeding the beast. Can't forget about Deshaun Jackson signing in Tampa Bay. I'm telling you that that's a decent little one-two punch with him and Mike Evans. Is 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 gonna be interesting to see in the NFC South. And they still got Humphreys in the slot. He ain't no joke now. That's that's gonna be a right little receiving court. Let's just hope famous Jameis can hold off on all the interceptions. 
and see what he can do. It's not it's not what the Giants got by adding Brandon Marshall to with them now. With him, Odell Beckham Jr. and Sterling Shepard. Man, that offense is a running back away from probably going back to the Super Bowl. Jerry Reese, he he really, really done kept his job with these picks and, and things he done made in the last couple of years. He done turned it around real quick because he was on the hot seat for a second. But he didn't he done, done a damn good job in writing the ship. Now, there's some low-key, under-the-radar signings that could really make big impacts once the season starts. Like, a lot of these, so far, it's just headlines, you know, splash, kind of. And that's O'Leary moving from the Dallas Cowboys to the Denver Broncos. Now, he was injury-prone initially, but last year he had to step in for Lowell Collins, and he started 13 games, and you know he was part of the best offensive line in football last year. We're going to see how he do in Denver now. And the Chargers added Russell O'Kong to their offensive line because it was pretty terrible last year. So Phillip Rivers is happy with that move. That's probably the only move he's happy with. Ha, ha, ha. You get it? <laughs> and that's just to name a couple, you know. It was it was a few others out there that slick. Drake Kirkpatrick staying in Cincinnati, got that five-year deal. That was a nice little move from Cincinnati. They needed to keep him in the fold. But his former teammate, Andrew Whitworth, he signed to the Rams, and I think that's even a great move for the Rams. you got to protect a young quarterback, put a vet in the locker room. Of course, you have the Brock Osweiler trade from the Texans to the Browns for a second-round pick next year. So now the Browns might end up cutting them, or they might keep them. They just might keep them. I don't know. They just cut RG3 unless they plan on drafting Deshaun Watson or Mitch Trubisky, then who knows? They add a little offensive line help. We're going to see what the hell they got going on in Cleveland. Probably just some more losing, you know. Now I want to talk about the moves or the deals that didn't get done or they just haven't gotten done yet. Like, you know, the elephant in the room, Tony Romo, still on the Dallas Cowboys roster for now. Everybody was saying on Thursday, oh, he about to be gone, oh, he about to be gone. Well, hell, it's Saturday, and he's still a Dallas Cowboy. Maybe, you know, everybody's still trying to fill each other out in this process. Don't nobody want to make any false moves. I can I can understand that. I can dig that. But some got to shake Dallas barbecue and mildew. Tony Romo done already said his goodbyes to the Dallas Cowboy fans, so what y'all waiting on? He done already said he he gone. Like, he, he gone. So what y'all, what y'all going to do? Either shit or get off the pot. You're not going to keep him on the roster for next year. So what you going to do, man? Make a move. Then you got Adrian Peterson still out here as a free agent. I just knew he would have been signed by somebody. By now, I don't know, Seattle. They need a running back bad. They need a running back bad. And here's another one that's kind of just, you know, just out here. I'm just throwing it out here. What about Green Bay? Hmm? What about Green Bay? I know you want to re-sign Eddie Lacy. You can do that. You can re-sign him. And you can sign AP. The running back market is down and he know it. He didn't already got a bag. He didn't got his bag money. He didn't he didn't got that check. So what? Y'all can't give him a little two-year deal, one-year deal? A little six million dollar deal wouldn't hurt. And then what about the Eagles? What about Philly? They need a real number one running back to help protect this young quarterback. They just signed Alshon Jeffrey to a one-year deal. 
Why not try to catch lightning in the bottle, sign Adrian Peterson, add you some defensive pieces, and who knows what you can do. It's the NFC East. It's always up for grabs. Nobody's just dominating the NFC East. So why not try to go get it? And then there's always the possibility of him staying in Minnesota, which if the offensive line can be healthy and your defense come back, then you're in a pretty good situation in Minnesota. But you still got Sam Bradford at quarterback. That's, that's really all I got to say. You got Sam Bradford at quarterback. So, yeah. Hey, and I appreciate you tuning in whenever you're tuning in, however you're tuning in right now. You know you can always follow me on IG, Twitter, all of that, at BTSE underscore 365. Don't forget to check me out on YouTube at Big Talk Sports and Entertainment. Remember, it's two Gs. <laughs> so check this out. Remember, it is March Madness right now, and... This week, we've seen a lot. TCU upset Kansas in the quarterfinals of the Big 12 tournament. Baylor got put out early in the Big 12 tournament. Last night, Duke came from down 13 against North Carolina after coming back from 12 against Louisville the game before that. Now, they playing Notre Dame in the ACC championship game tonight, but I just want to say this about the game last night between Duke and Carolina. Duke took 37 free throws last night, made 33, I think. Now, I know free throws are part of the game, but if you were watching the game, you know it was a lot of phantom calls being made, like the one against Joel Berry when he was early in the second half and they called some boo, man, some BS foul, gave him his fourth foul. Now, it's not their fault that Roy Williams decided to sit him for 10 minutes instead of seven. Man, I give credit where credit is due. Harry Giles showed up last night, and that damn Grayson Allen and Luke Kennard are two bad-ass white boys on that court, man. Grayson Allen plays with, like, a lot of a lot of aggression on the offensive end. And I'm not used to seeing that out of a white boy that play for Duke. I'm sorry. I mean, you can say what you want to say, think what you want to think. I just don't see that, and you don't either. When J.J. Reddick was there, he wasn't, he's not as athletic as Grayson Allen. He's not that size. He's shooting threes, running off screen. He can't handle the ball. John Shire can't handle the ball. You know, these, these guys just can shoot. Greg Paulus could handle the ball, but he wasn't Grayson Allen's size and speed and just his whole offensive style is just different. And that damn Luke Kennard, every time he shoot, it looked like he's about to go in. UNC was up 13, couldn't stop the bleeding, and they let the lead slip away. Justin Jackson, Justin Jackson, man, you you came up pretty small in this game. I've been singing your praises. I still think you're a lottery pick, but Justin Jackson, you you didn't show you didn't show nothing in the second half. A lot of bad shots, and some shots just wasn't falling. But yeah, you got to bring it, man. It's, it's redemption time. Y'all got unfinished business to handle. Now, in other sports news, Floyd Money Mayweather then announced today that he's officially coming out of retirement only to fight Conor McGregor. He said he tired of this, this, this back and forth. He don't want no excuses. He said he the A side. McGregor going to be the B side. We not finna cry about money. I'm tired of all this crying about money and you want to fight. You blowing smoke up everybody's ass. That's what Floyd Mayweather saying about Conor McGregor. This is a direct quote. He said if you want to fight, sign the paperwork. And let's do it. If you want to fight, sign the paperwork and let's do it. We don't need to waste no time. Let's make this shit happen quickly. Let's get it done in June. Look, 
I'm a boxing fan. I'm all for it. But just like the whole Manny Pacquiao situation, I'm not finna get too excited until there's an official announcement. That's that's just that's just me. Now I'm sitting here and I saw some breaking news come across my phone. Looks like Lamarcus Aldridge is gonna be out indefinitely with the irregular heartbeat. It's called a heart arrhythmia. And if you don't know what it means, it, this this is something that occurs when the electrical impulses that coordinate your heartbeats don't work properly. It's causing your heart to beat, you know what I'm saying, too fast or too slow. A lot of people in your family might have an irregular heartbeat, you know what I'm saying? I know people who got those, but he an athlete, so it's different. And nobody really knows what causes it. It's a, it's a lot of different factors. It could be electrolyte imbalances in your blood, like sodium or potassium, uh, coronary artery disease. Whatever it is, it's something serious that it needs to be managed with the utmost care. So, man, I wish him the, the, the best and a speedy recovery. And sticking with the Spurs, they'll be hosting the Warriors tonight on ABC in a game that won't have any stars. Yep, that's right. Curry, Thompson, Green, and Iguodala. They all sitting out tonight for rest, of course. And when Iguodala was asked about being rest, he said, and I quote, I do what master say do, <laughs> end quote. Now, he said it was a little joke they had going on in the locker room or whatever, but then when they asked him about losing to the, to the Timberwolves and what's going on, he just said, look, we got to score more points than the other team. Yep, they want dumb niggas, so I'm going to give y'all a dumb nigga. I'm not too sure where these comments coming from, but Iggy need to hold it together. The team going to need his veteran leadership now more than ever. I mean, we all know what sports is about a lot of times. Yeah, it's a white dude in charge. There's a lot of black players. We get it. Unless you're going to say why you saying something like that other than just out here talking. Like, speak on it. Don't just throw a lot of look. Don't just be out here, you know, saying it and not really want to elaborate on it. Speak your mind. I mean, I still think Golden State is the team to beat in the West because the seven-game series totally different than these regular season games. So it's not really time to panic, but it's just time to tighten that shit up. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, yeah, shout-out to the Pearl Cone Lady Firebirds. They're playing in the state championship today in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Good luck to the Lady Firebirds. Shout-out to all the alumni from Pearl Cone here in Nashville. Know they proud. And speaking of women's basketball, let's talk a little about this situation going on in Lawrence, Kansas, with uh, Mackenzie Calvert and freshman star on the men's basketball team, Josh Jackson. Now, it was a situation back in December at a club where Jackson's friend, LeGerald Vick, and teammate, LeGerald Vick, got into it with Mackenzie. Now, Mackenzie used to go with Vick. So whatever happens inside the club happens. They get outside the club. And the girl that threw a drink on Vic. So that's Josh Jackson's partner. That's his homeboy. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. They at the club. He go outside. He didn't kick the girl car. She in the driver's seat. He didn't kick the car. He didn't broke a headlight or something, taillight, whatever. And him and some old players, they all left. The police got called. So, you know, it was some charges filed. Now, the damage was repaired by filing an insurance claim and spending $250. So last month, Josh Jackson's attorney offered to pay $1,000 in restitution, but Calvin's dad ain't having it, and he claiming it's some sort of bribe attempt. Pretty much, he mad because the basketball player 
didn't get suspended from his game and the coaches from the school didn't report this incident to the university. And so he like, oh yeah, of course, they want to give us $1,000 so it can go away. No, nah, it ain't about $1,000. My daughter's feelings was hurt. Her car was damaged and we had to pay $250 and she had to go through all of this and whoop de whoop de whoop Look, bro, I know. I ain't got no kids, so I don't know how you feeling. But hell, you know, she, she ain't innocent in all of this. Every action deserves an equal and opposite reaction. Remember that, partner. Also, look, in entertainment news, if you're Greek, and even if you're not Greek, and you got Netflix, y'all check out Burning Sands. I heard it was a good movie. I know I'm checking it out later today. I'll give my report on that after I watch it. Y'all enjoy your Saturday. There's some big college basketball games coming on tonight. Bama versus Kentucky going on right now. Oregon versus Arizona tonight. Troy versus Georgia State. Shout out to Bernardo. Sunbelt first team. Creighton versus Villanova. And I think that's going to be an upset. I think Creighton going to upset Villanova today. Then you can't forget about the Blue Raiders out of MTSU. They taking on Marshall tonight at 730. Big day in college basketball, man. Big day in college basketball. I'm going to let y'all go. Enjoy the rest of y'all Saturday. And like I always say, make love, not war. Show somebody some love today. Keep it real. Oh, yeah, one time for my homeboy, my frat brother, T. Hunt. Happy birthday, Ma. Be easy. BTSC 365. <laughs>